Welcome to the Force of Habit podcast, a kick-ass space for the woman of color on her journey to becoming the most powerful version of herself. Here, we talk all things mindset, routine, and transformation. I'm your host, Chantel Taylor, nutritionist and transformation coach. Come hang out with me, girl. Grab your headphones. Blast me on your morning commute. This space is just for you. Here we grow. What's up, ladies? And welcome, welcome back to a brand new episode of Force of Habit. As always, I hope your weekend was everything you needed it to be. If you needed to rest and do absolutely nothing, I hope you did that. If your to-do list was as long as your arm, I hope you were productive and got some ish done. For us in our house, our weekend was definitely um, a healing weekend. As many of you know, two weeks ago, Bexley's biological mother, Kelsey, um, our friend, our teammate, a wife, a mother, passed away during childbirth. And it's been an excruciating, excruciating two weeks. Um, I was telling my husband the other night, this is definitely the saddest I have ever been in my entire life. But I know that um, now we have Bexley really, really looking on us and depending on us for strength and guidance. Like never before, I've really had to dig deep and kind of find it in me to take care of myself because I know if I begin to spiral and go into a really deep place and continue to go into a really deep place, that I will stay there. So it's been a really big, tough, tough battle to kind of pick up the pieces the last couple of weeks. Um, this is the very, very first time I've experienced grief at this level before. And so, um, moving moment to moment and just trying to make the best decisions on Bexley's behalf. And, um, of course for my household and how we're all healing has been difficult. I also want to take a moment, um, to say that so many of you have reached out and sent sweet messages and text messages and, I haven't always had the mental capacity to reply to every single one, but I just want you to know that I see them and I'm so, 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 so grateful um, to be constantly in your prayers and for you guys to be thinking of us and my family at this really difficult time. With that being said, I know Kelsey loved these episodes and I don't want to, I don't want to let her down. So um, I thought about what I wanted to talk about this week. It's difficult. I thought about talking about grief and kind of how to heal and push past really big life transitions. But um, I actually recorded that episode and I could not get through it without crying. So (laughs) we're going to save that one for a little bit later when I'm stronger and able to kind of talk about um, things a little bit more. So in the meantime, I thought, okay, you guys know I'm a big morning routine person. Yes, we know that. And I have some really great episodes on kind of how to start your morning routine and why you need one to begin with. But something that we don't talk about often, and it's actually the very, very first step to your morning routine is your bedtime routine. You know, I stand 10 toes down on the power of morning routines and how they can really control the outcome and productiveness of your day and are often the missing link to hitting like health goals. And in my program, Nutrition Academy, I teach my clients step-by-step, brick-by-brick on how to create one from start to finish. But believe it or not, the very first step to your incredible morning routine doesn't start in your morning at all. 
Nope. <laughs> it's not deciding what time you'll wake up or figuring out, you know, what you'll do first when you'll get up. The very first step to your morning routine is your nighttime routine. Your bedtime routine is the very, very, very first block in the foundation to your mornings because essentially it determines how you feel in the mornings. And I'll tell you why. Waking up at 5.30 a.m., meditating, journaling, hitting the gym, coming back to make breakfast and get ready to head to work is wonderful. And it is, believe me. But I'll bet my left pinky toe that None of that is happening if you're scrolling IG or TikTok at 1 or 2 a.m. Now, of course, waking up that early sounds like a nightmare. If you're running off three to five hours of sleep, you're waking up with anxiety about all the things you didn't do yesterday and need to be done today. You're cranky because you're sleep deprived, which usually means you sleep in well past that 5.30 a.m. goal. You're rolling out of bed at 7 30 minutes before you have to be out the door to work and yet another rush to morning. Yeah, no thanks. I've been there. I've done that. And I'm not going back to that. Um, I will say the last two weeks, it's been really difficult to maintain any routine. And to be honest, I didn't. But when I knew I was really kind of seeping into this dark place and I knew from my past experience that it was going to domino if I didn't get a hold of it soon, um, I started with bedtime. I started was I think at one point going to sleep at like 2, 3, 4 a.m. just because I couldn't sleep. I had so much on my mind. Um, so I started with my nighttime routine. I kind of regained control of that before I even focused on what time I was going to wake up or what I was going to do in the mornings to kind of get back into my routine. My first step was just making sure that I was sleeping enough and that I was calming my mind before I went to sleep so that when I woke up, all those crazy thoughts didn't come rushing back. So today, friend, I want to walk you through why you need a solid nighttime routine, a few nuggets to create a starter one so that you can begin to inch your way closer to the incredible mornings you deserve. Simply put, if you're not getting enough sleep and quality sleep at that, your morning is fucked. And there's not a cute way to say that. I have an entire lesson, an entire lesson on the importance of sleep for your health goals in my program, specifically weight loss, um, because it really, it really is that important. You've got to get in sleep and you've got to start prioritizing it. Why? Well, because the amount of hours of sleep you're consistently getting, once again, is the foundation to your mornings. Honestly, it's the foundation to your day. If you wake up a bit earlier, do a little self-care, hit the gym, prep a little bit of food, or just grab the food you've already prepped, have a great day at work, and maybe hit a happy hour lunch date with your girl after you get off, you're going to need energy to do it. And I don't know about you, but consuming content at 2 a.m. on TikTok when I could be sleeping to wake up and live my best life the next day is not an active choice I'm making myself. So nugget number one is put your phone up X hours, however hours you want to do it, or minutes before you want to be sleep by. This is also going to help the quality of your sleep, which studies have shown over the last few years. But getting enough sleep doesn't just affect your energy. It contributes to so many things health-related, your metabolism, your skin, your bowel movements, and chronic sleep deprivation, which is way more common than you think, is linked to conditions like heart disease, high blood pressure, depression, diabetes, 
I walk my clients through how to decide the correct amount of hours for them because it it really is different for everyone. And of course, my recommendations. But for you listening right now, just shoot for one more hour than you're getting at this very moment. Even if you think you get in enough or an okay amount, just add one more hour to that. Now, getting enough sleep is important. And the super easy started action step I listed are going to make a really big difference already. So no phone X amount of time before you want to be sleep to help the quality of your sleep. Adding an hour to the sleep you're getting in right now, no matter if you think you're getting it enough. But how you're waking up and the mindset you're in when you do is equally vital. For me, years ago, I used to have a ton of anxiety, both trying to get to sleep and then when waking up and still sometimes kind of do. And the source of it was always disorganization or just a lack of planning. So maybe right now you're waking up and the first thought is that email you forgot to write back to or the laundry that's piling up in the chair in the corner of your room or how you have to take your kids to a doctor's appointment today and a Zoom call meeting and you've got to go pick up groceries at three. I don't know. I've shared this tip before, but something that I find invaluable is a brain dump the night before. So no more waiting into the morning of to craft your to-do list. Do that at the end of your workday every single day. So at the end of my day, I do a brain dump and I write or type out everything that needs to get done that isn't finished yet that I need to do tomorrow. And from that, I organize. I pick out what's most important, what can wait another day or two, what I'll do if I have a little more free time and finish everything else on my to-do list. I talk about a transfer of energy all the time. And what that is, is All those thoughts and anxiety and those scratching, gnawing feelings of unproductiveness go away when you get it onto paper or a laptop or your phone notes and out of your head. It's kind of transferring all of that and putting it onto something tangible so that you can look at it, so that you can study it, so that you can organize it, so that you can form an action plan. So that when you lay that pretty head down tonight, you're not thinking about all the things you have to still do. You already did that. You already got that out of the way. You've already organized that. You already mapped it all out. You already created your game plan. So this last step is so important. Don't skip it. Because when you do, it creates so much clarity in your mornings, within yourself and in your days. And that's it. Those are my starter tips for setting your mornings and days up for big, goal-smashing, productive wins. These are the baby steps. Remember, we got to start slow. These are the baby steps to start taking. Inside my program, we go deeper. We get detailed. We talk about the whys, what's, and hows. But these three steps are the flame that lights the fuse. So to quickly recap... Decide each night when you'll lay the phone down before bedtime and keep this consistent friend. Set this boundary with yourself. Don't break this rule. Same time every night the phone goes on the charger and out of sight. Take that time to relax for a moment, to get in some snuggles with your boo before bed, to read a page or two in that book collecting dust. Then add an hour of sleep to your regimen. If that means laying down a little bit earlier, Trust me, it's worth it. But whatever time you're sleeping right now, three hours or six hours, add an hour to it. You will thank me after about a week. And lastly, don't wait until the morning of to create your game plan for the day. 
It'll leave you frazzled and anxious. Do that at the end of your workday or the night before every day. Go into your mornings with a plan of attack already formed. And I promise your mornings will make such a big shift just from these three things. I promise. You know me. I'm I'm serious. (laughs) Don't be afraid to come tell me about them. You can find me on Instagram and Chantel Taylor. I'd love to get to know you and chat about all things routine. And I really want to know if any of these three things just really stuck it to you and really um, helped you this week. So don't be afraid to come find me and let me know. And until then, I'll see you next week. Boom.